It's Tuesday, June 30, 2015. This is a rule that actually regulates toxic pollution emissions from primarily coal facilities. Supreme Court strikes down first ever mercury pollution rules. Sit down and shut up. Chris Christie jumps into the 2016 race. We'll tell you his position on climate change. Coal plant forced to clean up toxic air pollution in the Navajo Nation. Plus... If we have to ditch or to bail out, we will be a couple of thousands of miles from any island or coast where somebody can rescue us. Solar-powered plane finally takes off on dangerous Pacific Ocean crossing. All of those dangerous missions and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. And Jesus Christ returns to Earth, declares man-made climate change real. GOP responds, he's no scientist. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, so Chris Christie's really going to do it, huh? (laughs) Yeah, you bet. But we'll get to that in a moment. First, our top story, the Supreme Court has struck down the nation's first ever regulations to limit toxic mercury pollution from coal power plants on Monday. In the 5-4 to decision, the conservative majority did not undermine the authority of the Environmental Protection Agency in reducing toxic mercury pollution, but said the EPA failed to consider the costs to industry at the correct stage of the rulemaking process. Never mind the costs in lives, the 11,000 premature deaths each year, the $90 billion in health care costs that we accrue because of the pollution from these plants. The, the EPA did it out of order. They figured out the cost second instead of first, so let's get rid of the whole rule. But it's not all bad. Columbia University environmental law professor Michael Gerard told us, on the broadcast, that most coal plants are already complying. Most of them have already done that or are already locked into buying the equipment that will do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rule remains in effect until it goes back to the D.C. Circuit, uh, which will decide whether to put it on hold then or merely leave it in effect until the EPA goes forward with, uh, with a revision. So most of these plants have either shut down or they're already meeting the requirements of this rule. I was really happy to hear that. And it's important to note that the EPA did do that cost-benefit analysis, as you said, and they found the public health benefits would outweigh the costs nine times over. But they did it out of order, so you got to start over from the beginning. But some good news. One of the most polluting coal-fired power plants in the nation will pay $168 million to clean up its operations in a settlement with the EPA. After years of litigation, the owners of the Four Corners power plant in the Navajo Nation have agreed to install new pollution controls, pay fines, and fund public health and air quality improvements in the region, where tribal members suffer some of the nation's highest rates of severe asthma. Meanwhile, in politics, on Tuesday, New Jersey's Republican Governor Chris Christie became the 14th candidate to jump into the crowded race for the 2016 Republican presidential nomination. We've been tracking the climate change positions of all of the official candidates, and Governor Christie takes the more evolved approach, accepting that climate change is real, but questioning how much of it is man-made and whether countries like China will ever cut their emissions. Well, that's what he says in public, but in private. 
As we found out at bradblog.com some years ago, Chris Christie has a completely different story to tell when he thinks the public isn't listening. In secret audio obtained by the Brad Blog from a secret Koch Brothers billionaires retreat, David Koch in 2011 revealed he privately met with Governor Christie, who shortly thereafter pulled New Jersey out of the Northeast's successful regional cap-and-trade emissions program. The audio is a little hard to understand, but I think you can get this. Here's David Koch introducing Introducing Chris Christie at this secret retreat in Colorado. Another example of Governor Christie's commitment to the free enterprise system is that only a few weeks ago he announced that the New Jersey that New Jersey would be withdrawing from the greenhouse gas initiative, which would, which would, which would have raised energy costs, reduced economic growth, and led to very little, if any, benefit for the environment. That led David Koch to go on to call Chris Christie my kind of guy. You can hear the entire audio of both Koch and Christie at bradblog.com. Finally, it's the moment of truth for the Solar Impulse 2, the 100% solar-powered plane making an historic trip around the world. The super ultralight plane took off from Japan on Monday after weeks of weather delays and has passed the point of no return on a grueling five-day nonstop flight across the Pacific to Hawaii. The solar panels must charge the batteries enough to keep the plane aloft at night. The plane's co-owner, Bertrand Picard, says their goal is to show a better world is possible. For much more on all of the stories we covered today and those we couldn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can and should follow the Green News Report on the Twitters and the Facebooks at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. If you can use some exotic booze, there's a bar in far Bombay. Come on and fly with me.